This is the Painless Health Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Avi. Living painlessly and in good health is our goal. We are here to help you get there. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Now let's have some fun and let's get painless. Welcome back to the Painless Health Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about fat. And fat has had pretty bad connotation over the years. We have fat throughout our body, but that's a different type of fat than fat in food. Fat in humans is considered to be adipose tissue, which is the fat that we see around people's bellies and butts and things like that. So that's the fat that we think of that we're eating, but fat is actually a little bit different when food. Fat in food is actually the ester of fatty acids. It is a vital ingredient in eating and in our food. So there are different types of foods uh, or different types of fats. One we think of is what's called triglycerides. Those are the main components of vegetable oils and fatty tissue in animals. That's why it gets bad, th- bad connotation. But vegetable oils are actually not as bad for you, really, than other oils. Although recently a lot of things have come out that fatty acids versus uh, or try uh, the vegetable oils versus other types of oils like butter and thicker oils are actually about the same. So anyway, fat is one of the most important macronutrient groups. It's one of the three along with carbohydrates and proteins as we just mentioned and it's common food groups in uh, I mean it's in everything, you know, meat milk, uh, butter, and other cookies. different in fats compared to protein and carbohydrates is that fats have nine calories per gram of fat when the other other, uh, protein and carbohydrates both have four grams per calorie. So fat produces more calories per uh, gram or it's essentially thicker and heavier than the other things. Fat is extremely important to us because it makes skin and hair more more healthy and it insulates body organs against shock, maintains body temperature and promotes healthy cell function. So when you look at lipid metabolism, what happens and why, you know, uh, lipids are so important. Fatty acids come into the body and actually become oxidated and can produce energy through what's called the TCA cycle. Now that's all complicated stuff to say it does generate energy and it can also help with glutamine functioning and other things. So fat is actually extremely important for our body and can help with with energy consumption as well as lipid consumption or as well as a uh, glutamine and glutamate functioning in the body is that we extract fat from foods and one of the ways that we do is just to press when we press things like fruit seeds or algae we actually can get oil out that's how we get olive oil from from olives we can use solvent extraction like hexane or uh, carbon dioxide to actually extract oils from other foods So it's very interesting. We can actually generate, or not generate, but take this fat out of foods by doing things like that. One of the ways that we've 
done it in the past is churning of milk to produce butter. So if we churn the milk, we separate the milk and the fat, and that's how you produce butter. Um, you can also winterize by, by actually making things colder, and you remove oil components with uh, fatty components, other uh, higher fat components, or even uh, butter type things that are more solid. Um, there's all sorts of other ways to extract fat from food, and this way you, they make things like low-fat milk and other things like that. So how is fat metabolized? The fat is metabolized by the pancreatic lipase in the, in the duodenum, which is the first part of the uh, small intestine. And what happens there is following the secretion of lipases and bile. Bile comes from the liver and the gallbladder. So if you don't have the liver and the gallbladder functioning properly, you could have trouble with fat and fat metabolism. So these actually become uh, the, the triglycerides, which is the fat, are uh, split into monoacetylglycerol and free flat fatty acids in lipolysis. And this creates uh, easier ways for the body to process the fats. Then the triglycerides are rebuilt in the, uh, in the intestine and they're packaged together with cholesterol and they form chylomicrons. And these are excreted from the cells, collected by the lymph system, and transported to the heart before they're mixed into the blood. So when you eat fat, you can literally have a heart attack. Yeah. Um, not really, but I mean, sort of. Yeah, actually, the fat is processed and then it is taken to the heart and can go into the system that way. So it's very important when people have issues with their gallbladder to eat a low fatty diet because it, it causes a lot of issues with the with the GI system it can cause irritation of the GI tract and other things and that's why people get very 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 um, irritated when they had, don't have a gallbladder recently had a gallbladder out things like that so there are two essential fatty acids in human nutrition one is called alpha linolytic acid and the other one is linolytic acid one is called Omega-3, which is the alpha-linolytic acid. Linolytic acid is called omega-6. The other lipids are, or can be actually synthesized by the body. So we have lots of ways to get fat. So what is important here for us to know? Well, fat is extremely important for our body to process different things. It makes, it makes an essential component of cholesterol. Here's the important thing. Cholesterol is actually something that is created in our body and can actually and is essential for our diet and is essential for the the blood now too much cholesterol is not you should have some cholesterol because that helps with making your skin and your your hair and other things so it's very important to realize that the other things that we know right now that are you know, there are different types of fatty acids. There are saturated acids, which are the thicker acids like like butter and avocado oil, for example, can have more fatty acids or uh, saturated fatty acids. The other things that can have, or that is almost 100% saturated fatty acids is coconut oil, although that has some very good uh, monounsaturated and polyunsaturated fatty acids. There are also 
fatty acids that have very little or uh, oils that we think of vegetable oils that have very little saturated fatty acids and that includes things like olive oil which only have 13 grams of uh, or 13 percent fatty uh, saturated fatty acids the other percent is unsaturated fatty acids so um, some of the other things also that can happen is that we develop we've developed what's called hydrogenated fatty acids which actually makes things more saturated than unsaturated and you see these hydrogenated fatty acids in different in different things they can also actually create trans fats which is a different type of fatty acid that is not natural to our body and these are fatty acids that are in between the saturated and unsaturated Be well not really they have a different type of bond in their saturated fat that is normally seen compared to what's normally seen in our body and those trans fatty acids are a huge cause of problems and long-term death so important to realize that the hydrogenated oils are usually seen in things like um, and we haven't seen margarine used that often nowadays I haven't seen it on the shelf in a while because it's gotten a bad name so margarine is actually something like a vegetable oil that is a thinner vegetable oil that's been hydrogenated so that can create trans fatty acids and now they do not oh, uh, they actually have that on the label so if you see something that says trans fatty acids try to avoid it if possible cardiovascular disease is been shown to be affected by fat consumption but it really is because of high levels of triglycerides, high levels of LDL, which is called low-density lipoprotein, or what we know as bad cholesterol, or low levels of high-density lipoprotein. So high-density lipoprotein can be increased by exercising. And interestingly, we, now how that happens, I'm not going to go into that, but low-density lipoprotein is actually increased with people that have uh, high fat intake and can be obese so these are important things and people with high LDL what we call LDL or VLDL very low density lipoprotein these are types of cholesterol again or high levels of triglycerides have a higher risk of death from cardiovascular disease that is definitely shown to be true now whether saturated fat can actually have an effect on this is a little bit controversial although there is general consensus that there's evidence of moderate quality strong consistent and graded relationship between saturated fat intake blood cholesterol levels and the incidence of cardiovascular intake that doesn't mean that you can have no saturated fat and not have cardiovascular disease what it means is that people that have high inputs of saturated fat in their diet usually have more cardiovascular disease there's some evidence that this is not 100% correct so please make sure that you read this and ask your primary care doctor about how much fat is a good idea there's definitely some evidence in relation between saturated fat intake and cancer although this is significantly weaker than saturated fat and uh, getting getting cardiovascular disease so important to realize that um, 
Now, insulin resistance can be shown. Uh, there is some evidence that insulin resistance or diabetes can be seen with patients that have higher fat intake or higher obesity and can have higher levels of glucose in the body because of insulin resistance. So that's important to realize as well. Um, there are input of monounsaturated versus polyunsaturated fat. It is shown that polyunsaturated monounsaturated fat can help with, with things like cancer, can help with insulin resistance, can help with other things like that. So having these things are important to realize that. In what we talk about trans fat, there is a little bit of trans fat in small in meat and milk ruminants. There is no trans fat usually in things that are um, otherwise uh, developed. But here's the thing. When we hydrogenate food, we actually create things that are artificial and partial hydrogenated of fish and vegetable oils can cause trans fatty acids. These are a little bit uh, different than the ones that we get from butter and whole milk because of the way they are, they are bonded together. So it's important to realize that we should not have these trans fats as much as possible, although they are in certain foods. Cardiovascular disease is definitely higher in patients that have had lots of trans fats in their diet. So per calorie basis, trans fats appear to increase the cardiovascular disease or coronary artery disease more than any other macronutrient, conferring a substantially increased risk at low levels. Even 1-3% to of total energy intake can cause an increase in death and, car and coronary artery disease. So very important to realize that. Trans fats are in human breast milk even, although they are much lower than in uh, when we hydrogenate these things. So trans fats are an important part of realizing that we shouldn't have those things, although they are in parts of our diet. I'm trying to tell you here with fats and what we call lipids is that it's important to have some lipids in the diet, especially omega-3, omega-6 type of uh, fats. These are poly unsaturated fats in our diet. It is also important to have regular saturated fats because that is important in our metabolism and, and developing. But it is also important to realize that having too much is not good. So there is a good little type of balance that we need to create. And in my next episode, you will hear more about what this balance is and how we should be doing that. So thank you again for listening to the Painless Health Podcast. And I will be hopefully podcasting a little bit more frequently. It's been a little bit of a crazy month. Again, it's baseball season, so my kids are in baseball and I'm coaching one of their teams, which is making things a little bit crazy. So it is what it is. Thank you for listening to the Painless Health Podcast again. This is your host, Dr. Ramchandani. Thank you for listening to the Painless Health Podcast. I hope the information that has been given to you has been useful. Of course, I am a physician, but not yours. So please go see your physician for medical advice and further information about any of the topics you've heard today. Thank you again, and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.